Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hi, Maddie. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I think this is going to be a short and sweet one, but yeah. this is also <laughs> the Arrow episodes that short and sweet works for. <laughs> it absolutely does. Let's just get through it, basically. I mean, season one, I'm realizing with all this, is a little bit of a mess. Just, just a bit. <laughs> Wait, Arrow being messy and inconsistent? <laughs> but it just, it feels, it's like they clearly haven't found their footing. And it just, yeah. it's so obvious that they haven't found their footing. They're just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. Like, watch, rewatching season one is like looking at pictures of yourself in middle school. <laughs> That's so accurate. And you're like, yeah, I was figuring things out. I thought turquoise eyeliner was really cool. Like, <laughs> I thought voiceovers were going to be so cool. No, they're not cool. <laughs> they are the turquoise eyeliner of television. <laughs> and then, then what is what is Laurel and whatever it is they were trying to do with her character? My God, it's it's the juicy tracksuit of <laughs> juicy tracksuit. <laughs> now I'm picturing. I, I know it's different generations here, but <laughs> no, no, but that fits. That fits. I it fits. It. <laughs> so, like, head to toe pink velour. That's that's fashion. <laughs> totally fashion. I mean, well, and another reason why I'm not, I'm not heartbroken to spend less time is that we have episode five, right? Yeah, because it's five and and six. I'll I'll admit I got busy this week and so haven't actually like rewatched in full, but I did watch some clips to refresh myself. Yeah. That's smart girl. Smart girl. Um five is is one of the, the most necessary but least enjoyable episodes of season one. Exactly. It's obligatory because you can't have like you have to have at one point where the police do suspect it's Oliver. Correct. Just to show that the police are not complete morons. Correct. But also everyone's kind of a moron. <laughs> and there's a little guy be there's a little bit too much Laurel and Oliver too for my uh, for my taste. Yeah, it's kinda like I like, think it's hilarious that nobody was like, well, the hood is totally separate from Oliver Queen, even though they both return. You know, the hood started showing up as soon as Oliver Queen shows yeah. up and everyone's like, who could it be? Total like, coincidence. Literally to the day, basically. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yes. <sighs> well, okay. So last week I said that I had a controversial opinion about this episode. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. So I... I'm on the front lines of 
uh, Stephen and Katie didn't have any chemistry. Oh, yeah. But if you're going to argue that they have chemistry, this would be the episode to do it. This is as good as they got. As they ever got. It's tepid. It's lukewarm. But that's as good as it gets is that shirtless scene. I think some of it is just Stephen Amell shirtless adds in some sexual magnetism. You know what I mean? But like. Especially also, season one, Steve shirtless. Yeah. 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 And I, I kind of feel like Katie takes the brunt of it for like the two of them not having chemistry. <laughs> but like. He was I putting felt, off like, some no touchy vibes himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I feel like she gave it her all in yeah. that scene. She, she was trying. Well, she was very panty. She was trying. Yeah, there was a lot of biting. A lot of biting. There's always a lot of biting with Katie. I'm a little confused by it. But hey, do your thing, girl. But Steven, <laughs> she was trying to kiss him. And he was like, like um, she was being aggressive. And have he was to. being tentative. And it was like, it just wasn't working. <laughs> well, what I think, like... Obviously, we've already talked about, like, they knew from the pilot that this was a problem, but I think this is kind of the last shot of, like, they're, like, restructuring and finding a different female lead in love interest. That is going to be a lot of work and, like, throws away a lot of plans that we have. So Mm -hmm. let's give it one more genuine try. (laughs) Maybe we're wrong. (laughs) Before we completely throw everything out. If if we get one of them naked... And I think they had a they had a talk with Steve because I think at this point he's already kind of done with her. If like, yeah, he's 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 already checked out. Just just try, yeah, one episode. Just give it like your full push and let's see see if we can make this work. That's where I fault him because like I felt it with her, but him it was like oh he was already done. Yeah, he was like just like he was barely kissing her and she was like biting at him. And he's like, I already met the cute blonde girl. Yeah, I just like, I don't know. And like, I guess there's there's a point with the way he's playing Oliver and he's playing Oliver as very like vulnerable and damaged in the scene. And he's showing himself for the first time to Laurel. It's supposed to be all this like vulnerability and pain and sex and I just feel like Steve was pretty wooden once it actually got to the kissing part. And I don't mean wooden in the good way. No. <laughs> in the bad way. It was bad so, Yeah. But if I had to pick an episode for Laurel and Oliver where I was like, okay, if you are a Laurel and Oliver fan. And they you have argue, to love that episode, right? Yeah. I, I gonna assume argue like half some, of their gift sets some, are this episode. Yeah. If, they're, yeah. if you're going to argue there's some heat there, you go 105. Which, that's as much as I can get In a get show done. that has eight seasons. There's one that's episode. Just, like, even just on paper, not watching the scene, not watching any of the episodes at all. Yeah. Being like... This is supposed to be your principal ship. Their best moment was a 105, 105. out of eight seasons. Like, yeah, because honestly, this is even nothing. better than when they eventually have sex. Oh, like, yeah. No, oh, easy. that fucking scene is a train wreck. I mean, <laughs> I felt like Phoebe and friends. My eyes, my eyes. Blinding me. That was literally Tommy. <laughs> it's just, oh. 
like in terms of like not hot sex scenes oh that one wins the the prize top of the list top of the list i actually think yeah i think that's my number one least favorite i like damon and elena banging more than those two at least true because even on like the opposite end of the ships like, right, and I trust me. I hate Delina, but like, I'll watch. I'll rewatch their sex scene. I've never rewatched. It's the same way. Okay. I ever. can't tell you how many years I would flinch when I heard radioactive. Oh. Oh, I love Imagine Dragons. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I would. I'd be like in a restaurant, and it would, I would hear it, and I'd be like, "Oh, nope." <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> it just gives me a flash of like shorts and socks and it's just not cute yeah, no, it's bad well yeah we'll save some of that for when we get to that episode <laughs> yeah we'll do it but no i mean i i think it's interesting the way oliver presents himself to laurel at the end of the episode because she's like well you lied about something in the you know when my father is questioning you so if you lied about that you could be lying about everything and I think Oliver takes a route of telling some truth yes. in order to yeah. keep her off the scent in which he acknowledges his trauma and pain. And he's like, pretty fucked up, naturally, as one would expect, you know. <laughs> now, his argument to her is, I'm so messed up. I'm so traumatized that I can't spell my name. I can't hold a pencil. But the opposite is true. Sure, clearly not. Right. He <laughs> clearly hold a pencil and shoot a bow and arrow just fine. But he he's he channels that trauma into the hood, whereas he's selling himself as like not um func- as non functioning. Yeah. So and he argues to her that if like I let you see the side of me, you're gonna just pity me, and he doesn't well- want her pity. And it, but it also kind of paints her a little more villainous mm. than I think you saw previously. Like, yes, you could you could write off her reaction when he came back to like her emotions or whatever. But like the way he's like he acts like he's been cornered, like a wounded animal, and yep. he's lashing out and he's like, "Listen, I can't even eat. You're a yeah. bit for even." coming at me with this shit and i'm like yeah damn dude like, are you kidding me yeah <laughs> well and again it doesn't paint laurel in a great light because no, it doesn't. no we already know that oliver was tortured and had horrible things happen to him so again they put laurel in a very from a character standpoint in a very unpopular position in which she's kind of she's hard on oliver whereas we're looking for more sympathy. The person of like, why can't you just be over it? Like, like some yeah. compassion. Well, like, and then and then from like, he tells her this, and then any moment that she is hard on him after this, she looks doubly evil. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my with the with the flip flopping and the going back and forth. I mean, that's all her. I feel like Oliver is reasonably consistent in his approach to Laurel, which is. He gets kind of, he's, I don't know if it's the way Steven is portraying him. Maybe just Steven was trying different stuff in season one, but he's, he's like super, like, I don't even know. Like, he's like soft spoken and just very like, um, blank around her. And like, like, he's like trying not to poke the bear, like tentative. 
So he kind of stays in that realm with her and just lets her beat up on him whenever she wants. Yeah. Which is and it kind of annoying. pushes the whole he feels like he deserves it from her. Right. Very much. Well, so. like he brings it up to her because when she reveals it's not just the Sarah thing of why like Quentin's like so hard on you and stuff. It's also that like our mom left and like so they split up and like mm-hmm. all this like, stuff. You can't and his immediate response is like, why don't you hate me? Because because of me, your sister died, and also like your entire family just collapsed and, and broke. And that also doesn't make Laurel look great because then it just kind of makes her look a little bit like a doormat, you know? Well, it also makes her look like the reason she doesn't hate him is because here he is with his shirt off. He's hot. I don't hate you because I want to bang you. It you does I mean? feel like a little bit like eye candy to me. It's like, like I feel like it would have gone off better if they'd have been, both been fully clothed, no kissing, whatever. Yeah, I feel like it's a, it's an it was an odd place to put a kiss. Like or at okay. least a kiss of that intensity. Yeah, my it's like oh, because again, also, once again, it's so episode jarring. five. Like it's episode five. We're really not that far into this, and it's just jarring. It's the it's the flip flopping, and so okay that's, now that's for sweeps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it must true. have been. So I I guess my thing is it's like all right, she's saying they're trying to build this layer of like the sexual attraction is just too much for us to resist. But no, I could never be with you because of what you did. It's like that kind of push pull because that the sexual attention ain't there. So it just no. feels like push. <laughs> you know, like get away. Yes. So it just it just falls flat so bad. But I do like that they allowed Oliver to kind to talk about some of his trauma. Again, I don't feel loyal to the right yeah. person to be no. sharing these feelings with. I don't yeah. it's like they're it's really forcing the Laurel was my person and I'm trying to get that back. Well, it's no, I kind of read it a little bit more like he she pushed and she pushed and she pushed and like I say he feels backed into a corner. He lashes out. So what he reveals doesn't feel like he's revealed it out of I feel safe in talking to her about this. Yeah. But I need to say this shit so that she'll go easier on me because I fucking had a hard time, which makes him look more sympathetic and her to look less sympathetic. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that that makes sense to me. I just it's just I feel like we start getting off Laurel and Oliver soon, if memory serves. So I'm really looking forward to that because <laughs> I just, oh, it's tough, guys. I just, it's just. Yeah, because we, we got work. Helena coming up. So that's true. Finally. Thank God. Well, and I. She's at least fine. Like crazy, and again, I think this is why Katie gets the heat on the no chemistry thing because Stephen clearly has chemistry with other female actresses on this show. Mm-hmm. He's got more. He's got more, with the exception of Susan. Thea. He's got I more. Think... Ke- yeah, Stephen has more ke- yeah, no, chemistry with Thea and Willa than he does Katie, which is horrible. This is not good. <laughs> no, thank you for no. reminding me about it. You don't it, want though. another Brendan and Brandon Walsh. You know what I mean? Yeah. tight hugs in the bathroom I'm like no 
that's there's some life with Jared vibes yeah Yeah, exactly so I I I feel like I need to give them a bone and the bone is yeah okay they did this is their level best this is as good as it as it got wasn't gonna get any better than this and we're only in episode five so it's all downhill from here pretty much well yeah because actually bringing up to the episode number that actually now in retrospect does show a lot because it is a downgrade where like normally you would save the first kiss for like Mid-season. that's a November sweeps thing to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the fact that they just threw it out in five was like sure. But you'd either expect it in November or a mid season finale or season finale or spring sweeps or whatever you know yeah yeah but right there in five is like we need to show people that like look there's something here that's sexy and we're like "Mm." (laughs) i mean considering how long they took for oliver and felicity to kiss it is really shocking that they did put it in this well i think the reason they held off on oliver and felicity's kiss so long is because of this yeah that could be it more meaningful yeah, it it just the kissing does. That's it. It doesn't feel earned to me. I'm like, we're at kissing. No. We've decided we're kissing. Really, and that just tells me they don't really care. They're not invested in that love story. Yeah, like I would see an almost kiss, the like the forehead yeah. touching, we're close, yeah. and then it, one turns away in angst. That kind right. of thing. Exactly. If you were legit doing this, but yeah, you don't yeah. Have to go all the way to the kiss in five. <laughs> with the biting and also like it's a weird it's a weird um scenario in which to put their kiss in it's like okay here i'm gonna show you my scars i'm slowly unbuttoning my shirt like we're gonna have sex except we're not gonna have sex she looks at the scars and oh she's overwhelmed with the hotness of the shirtlessness and then they just kiss yeah they tried to pass it off like oh no look at these scars you poor baby but like it was clearly the hotness yeah so again it's like it's supposed to be all of this intimacy that leads to the kiss and it's unearned and it's not earned particularly since they've they've been like biting and fighting each other also constantly can i just can i just have a little small petty thing that i just really love yeah and it was totally unplanned it's just like it's just like one of those tv things uh laurel is chewing on a blue pen in this episode <laughs> y'all know how much i love that. my blue red theory i forgot about that you are right i loved it i was like it, it was either this episode or it was um i feel like yeah it was this this, this episode yeah, I have the gift of it. I was like, I'm trying to remember what up. Yeah, it was it was five. <sighs> and I also like Laurel is like, oh, I saw your scar, so therefore you are the vigilante. Can can someone I mean, explain that wrong, logically? <laughs> I mean, she's right. Of course, she's right. But like, it's but still, like how she get to be how right. she get yeah. from A to B doesn't make any sense to me. It's no. like she just landed in the right zone by accident, you know? Totally by accident. And it's like, we're all supposed, and again, this is supposed to be Laurel seeing the true Oliver. 
in his bones. A broken clock is right twice a day. It's yeah. very true. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're so right. There, so honestly, this is like the Lorever breakup episode where they're like, nothing can happen between us. And <laughs> I feel like that's a great decision, guys. And let's just stick with it. Let's just. Let's just let's never just talk not about this again. <laughs> engage in any sort of romantic anything ever again. Ever again. Yeah. We tried. Think about yourself before you try that ever again. <laughs> but I, I do remember watching this and like, man, guys, I was I was desperate for something here with this Laurel and Oliver. No, because we're like, Connection. we're this is all we're going to get. Right. That's like, why I was like, I have to love these two. So I do feel like that my memory of watching the episode, um, I, I feel like that was like, oh, this was, I, it, it was like, oh, this thinking, is really okay, hot. Well, maybe they could get there. Like, yeah, I was like, we got, there's, there's, there's possibility here. This was, oh, it wasn't the hottest thing I've seen. It's like I said, lukewarm. There but was potential. We can, yeah, we can turn a flamer on and boil it for a couple years, you know. I just, but little did I know. (laughs) (laughs) That was as good as it got, baby. (laughs) Pretty much. And also the writers were just like, I really feel it. Like, okay, we're going to give this one more shot. And then I think we're done. (laughs) And we're done. (laughs) We're just going to figure our way out of this absolute disaster. I mean, really? It could have sunk the show. I mean, Arrow is good without the romantic component, okay? I'm not arguing mm-hmm. that it wasn't. It was a strong show, even without Oliver's romantic life. But if we never got Felicity Smoke... It had been drudgery. And I don't think I would have stayed with it. Oh, I know. No, I would have started. Know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, unless there was, like, massive improvement in the Laurel and Oliver love story, which I just don't think that's not a possibility. I mean, I probably would have been done reasonably within season one. I don't think I would have made it past the first season because there is some tough. I always kind of roll my eyes when they're like, oh, the first season's our favorite. I'm like, you know what? Why? No. (laughs) No. It's all over the place. It feels like very, like. (laughs) Yeah, it is all over the place. And it feels like very focused on like the fighting, which I get it, Steve. You like being an action star, you want to be Tom Cruise. But like that's not where the money, the the good yeah. stuff is, you know, for me. And it is. It's very and Oliver is tough to like in season one. So so hard to like. It's it's until really, it's with Felicity. Yes, it's Basically. really refreshing. That they finally figured out that what Oliver needs is not the people from his past. He needs people who are new to his life, that don't yes. know his past, that don't know yes. him. Because it they, gives they, him the freedom to be himself. They tried to do the classic writer's shortcut of, mm-hmm. of kind of like backdating a backstory. Yeah. And being like, oh, you'll automatically be invested in all these characters because there's history there. And right. it was like... That just that was such a weak foundation it's for what they were instead to of do. showing of just like oh yeah she's yes. loving his life like, like why I mean if we're this is the other thing I bring it to Maddie's point that they're probably they were probably done like why aren't you layering in more flashback scenes of Oliver and Laurel early on right we never really got that to would make be a good 
like non-toxic couple. Right. Ever. Can we just like see them happy back in like 2000 and whatever? Six? Clearly no. <laughs> that... No, because they pretty much never were. Can, they can pretty much take never her out were. To dinner? Exactly, Maddie. Yeah, they don't. And it's just Arrow writers were not great at faking it when they were not invested in no, something. They were no, pretty they could awful not at it. it. They couldn't like bring it home. So, which only underscores the things that they were good at is the stuff that they didn't have to fake. Right. OTA, Elicity, that's where the bread and butter was. I feel like Oliver, part of the surprise of Felicity Smoke is um, he's so focused on Laurel in season one. And I think the surprise of Felicity for him is like, she was not supposed to be anybody in his life. Like she was just supposed to be somebody. I think he was like going to occasionally loop in on some IT troubles and just keep her off to the side. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he puts all this focus on Laurel because of course it has to be Laurel. Laurel knows me. This is, we have history. And I think that's what's so bad about their relationship is it's like this never ending. We just stay in the past together and try to like rewrite it over and over and over again. And like, that just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So I think what's the surprise about Felicity is she, she mattered in a lot of ways because she wasn't supposed to matter, you know? And she she brings out a different side of him and it kind of it he can he can let that weight go around her. That like he she wouldn't have fit in his life before and no. like yeah. technically still in like the new spot he wasn't planning for her to like be a major fixture. Mm-hmm. Yep. In this new new normal, if you will. Yeah. I mean, and I know people have a, like, um, I, I know people have a lot of different mixed perspectives on what Oliver felt when he met Felicity in 103 and then the flashback episodes in season three. Like, there's a variety of opinions. I have the opinion that Oliver falls in love with Felicity slowly. Um, so I'm not on the board of 103. He's automatically in love with her. I just no. don't think he was self-aware There's enough to know that. But... Yeah, and he spends he spends too much time focused on Laurel for me to buy that. I you think know? he was drawn to her, but he didn't know why, and he wasn't about to start exploring asking any it. questions. Wasn't going to pull yeah, that. Yeah, it's like he can acknowledge that there is something there, but he's not going to actually. No focus deal he pushes and it that all aside. remained true into season two mm-hmm. and every time they had a close moment he would that barrier that he put up in season one would get broken down and he'd be like no 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 and yeah and he would try to build it yeah yep. mm-hmm. that's why season two can get with oliver can get really frustrating <laughs> Because it's like, and no, I was just about, by the time we hit 2B, I was ready to throttle him. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, man? It's like, I know you're damaged, but seriously, come on. I just don't so like good. oblivious men. <laughs> There's so A many, though. fucking men. Be but... less oblivious, males. Get in we touch have with to your heart. a sign? Apparently. Apparently. Apparently, we do. Apparently. So, <laughs> fine. Here's your 100% sign. 100% talking about Arrow. Yep. <laughs> Here's your sign. Here's your fucking sign, you pine tree. 
anyway, a big aside. Yeah, but just to kind of wrap that up a little bit, it was just that there's such a firm of I've put this person in this box, and no, we will. They're going to stay in the box. I will not yes. let the box be broken down. We are going to put a lock on that box. Yeah. Like, Until we ourselves break the box, and oops, look, there's the box. It's everywhere. Until you Kool Aid Man <laughs> through the box. And... <laughs> Kool Aid Man. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, I do have one thing on Diggle. I do like that Diggle puts Oliver in his place. Oh, a lot God, of Oliver's yes. plan to get out of jail. Yes. Was like. and he didn't tell diggle or ask diggle if he would do it he just like expected it and you're just gonna do that and he's like i'm gonna do what (laughs) diggle is like could you speak words to me occasionally (laughs) diggle is the much needed voice of reason he's such the woman in their relationship you know what i mean and like yeah and now in retrospect with a little bit of 2022 goggles on of like yeah, you're going to put me in the suit out there, and now if there's the slightest glimpse that then they suspect the hood is a black man, right? like, that's going to go great. Like, how did oh, that yeah. work? Whatever. That's, that's going to be real bad. Real I was like, maybe they were trying to, th- maybe the, the police were like, maybe there's two hoods. <laughs> maybe they work in tandem. Maybe they're twins. I don't know. I just, it was just, it, I just love, I love whenever Diggle yells at Oliver. And there's just some, like, Primo yelling at Oliver in season one. You Diggle's know what? Like, you What's interesting to me is that later on, Diggle's yelling at Oliver. It's not the same because Oliver isn't the same. Mm-hmm. And Diggle is no longer, like, the upper hand. Yeah. He's no longer has the high ground. He's like, yeah. you're yelling at Oliver, and now it's starting to sound like you got a fucking problem, Diggle. Yep. <laughs> was that six? Is that season six? I don't remember, but I, I remember it was horrible. It was bad. It was bad. But Tingle very much has the high ground. In well, this because this, like, here's the yeah. this season one, the, like, all the high ground. But, but like, here's the deal. This is the essential problem with the Diggle character because his whole character arc is focused on saving Oliver Queen. Okay, yeah. well, what do you do once he's saved with Diggle? Right. Because let's be real, like to make it to another like pop culture parallel, both Obi-Wan and Yoda fade away as Luke becomes like the hero he's supposed to be. The mentors often killed in heroes' journeys because they don't need him anymore. They don't need him anymore. So like early but we like diggle and we don't want to kill yeah we don't want diggle to die as oliver becomes more jesus-like it leaves diggle in a tough spot and i feel like the show did a better job of like giving felicity a life outside of oliver i know people are gonna just go nuts that i said this but i think they did a better job with building that around felicity than they did with Mm -hmm. diggle I agree. Well, because like Felicity did have a job. <laughs> yeah, like, there was employment. Diggle's job was Oliver. As much as I love uh, Dyla and their kit, like it felt very much like this is like we're doing these steps with Diggle as a foreshadowing to the steps with Yes, Oliver. and they didn't build it in its own right. Yeah. Like, it could have stood on its own if they'd have just put a little effort into it. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if they serve. I'm gonna be very interested to see how I react to Dyla. Yeah, it happened fast, and all of a sudden I was like, "Wait, there's a baby." 
<laughs> it kind of felt it felt very Monica and Chandler to me in the sense that <laughs> here we're gonna give you this couple while we do the will they won't they with this other couple. But the one that we're gonna give you Yeah, we're gonna give you the couple B, and and you're just gonna get all your cutesy feels out of that. But it's like now, granted, I think. Taylor and Monica were much more popular than Diggle and Lila are, were on Arrow, but I'm just that's all. Yeah, what it no, like you're right though. You're right. I felt like placating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why can't I just have all my couples together and happy at the same time? There wouldn't be a show. Yes, there would. <laughs> there could be a show if you could write it. There's <laughs> plenty of show. There's plenty of show there. Just gotta dig a little deeper, guys. Okay, and then are we doing? Are we doing six too? Yeah, because we're doing yeah. two, right? Because that's that's pretty much all of what what five is about. And yeah, we've we've hashed. It's that. That, that was, we that had was to get through it. Five. Yeah, so I have to go. So you guys might have to do. I have to to go yeah. at noon too. So. Okay, so yeah, so we're gonna speed through six. Like this is this is really not much to talk about with six. Yeah, what no, happened? It's, it's mostly set up for the next three episode arcs. Yeah, with the Helen the bit, arc. There's a couple yeah. things. First off, this is the first time that. Oliver's really targeting somebody that's like not a part of the list. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's a step. It's yes. a big very step. monster of the week feel though. Yes. All right, which I hated. I hated yes. that villain of the week format. I just hate that stuff. Buffy was really like that. I always oh, loved all I, the way. Yeah. Oh god. I I loved the overarching villain, but I hated the villain of the week. I was just like this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> not very patient, guys. Because we're spinning our wheels, although we're not, we're not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. We do get a we do get a brief like a minute and a half of Felicity. We do, yeah. It's we not do enough, though. And Diggle gets to to. But see this Felicity. is the first Felicity with Diggle seeing all yes. of this, and he's yes. just like, "Yo, his cute. expression." He's like, just, so "You're getting married." <laughs> so I see this. Yes. Okay. When she yeah, makes he jokes of like, I guess he didn't cool. have Facebook on the island, and he's like, not even a MySpace account. It was a dark time. But again, it's just she's just a fresh breath of air when she comes on. It's just and like he's a all totally soft and like yeah, vibe. it's just so and he's enjoyable. just smiling and he's got mm-hmm. sunlight on his face, and it's just like yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the seeds are being planted, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of cute. It is cute. And then cute. did they introduce is it is this the episode that Helena gets introduced to? No, that's no, next that's one. next week. But next yeah. One, yeah. Oh, this is about the I remember now. This is about the guy who had fought there's father issues. There was a lot of yes. a lot more Robert Queen in six. It was the whole card game bank robber. Yeah, which my <laughs> thing with the Robert Queen angle, every time we're hitting on that. I'm just kind of like, yep, this is good that we're hitting on it. This is a major theme for Arrow, but this shit ain't getting resolved for like mm, a solid five seasons. Five years. Yeah. So it's going to be a repetitive theme at, at some in some ways. It was, but, it was hard to get in, invested in it. Yeah. Because, I mean, what Oliver's main hangup is, it revolves around is is Robert. That's the source of the trauma. So like you're gonna keep hitting at that over and over and over again in different ways. Mm-hmm. But I think the villain of the week format can kind of make it feel like they have to wrap it up. Yes. And it's not getting wrapped up. No. 
absolutely not. We got to wait till about 520. And then I think it's like <laughs> a couple more after that. And then you're like, okay, we're finally making some progress here. Yay! <laughs> that just took 120 episodes or some ridiculousness. Just about. Yeah. Just about. Much. So. Right, yeah, guys. and you get some Tommy and Laurel because Tommy like throws oh, the yeah, fundraiser yeah. for her firm, and you're just like, he was trying so hard. Bless Listen, her. her judgmental ass bothers me. Like, what does he need to do? <laughs> he was bending over fucking backwards. That was he's romantic. Such a bitch. Just stop <laughs> being a bitch. He's have he's raising a fundraiser. First, you don't like that he doesn't care about anything and he doesn't do anything. Then you are pissed because you feel like, well, what he's doing is just trying to get into my pants. Like, he wants to impress like, could you. you just He wants to make you happy. Yeah, just lighten up, Laurel. Lighten the fuck up. Let the man buy you dinner. It's not impossible. Impo- I mean, geez, woman. <laughs> and she's so hard on him. So they do have that little he's trying. I know. Like, it's a good thing. Give him a break, lady. She's just so damn judgmental. I'm like, what are you in a bathroom? <laughs> but they do have that really cute little Katie Cassidy when she walks away from him. It was really cute, that little smile she gives him. I did like that. I'm sorry. I eventually, like, she's, she drives me nuts. And then, like, there's something cute that happens with the two of them. I'm like, oh, Merlian. You're it's an easy, easy, easy target. I'm a sick person, is what I am. <laughs> a little bit. But... And we're just going to skip over the whole Thea and Tommy thing, right? Right? Yep. Yeah. Cool. That's a good <laughs> idea. Let's do that. Because, Everyone's comfortable right. with that? I feel good like that. That's good. It was bad enough we had to discuss Oliver and Thea. We don't need to go there, too. <laughs> I need to, like, I need to like cleanse with like also um quick point last little thing just before wrapping things up it was kind of more last episode in four but he does pop up in these episodes too is this is the period where we see John Barrowman as Malcolm Merlin but he hasn't been named yet of like who he is he's just the mysterious guy in the limo and that's true as a arrow rewatcher where you didn't watch like season one live but went back into it and a Doctor Who person. Like, here's the thing. That's how I knew of Arrow before I ever watched it. Like, I remember because I was still deep in the Doctor Who fandom when Arrow started. And I knew a bunch of people that were watching Arrow because of John Barrowman. But I didn't know that, like, he was playing a bad guy. I knew that he shot arrows. But that was it. That was all I knew. And I didn't know Arrow was like Green Arrow. I didn't know it was comic books. I thought it was just your generic action show, drama, whatever. Zero yep. idea. But I knew all about Barrowman. <laughs> no. This was, I was, because I was actually binging Doctor Who for the first time around the same time as um, Arrow season one was coming out. Oh, wow. And so it was kind of a pleasant surprise of like, John Barrowman. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I gotta bail. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay, bye. So But yeah, no, it was it was great to get to see Barrowman and in such a different role than Captain Jack, because I mean night and day. Because Captain Jack is all like fun and like sweet and flirty and, and like he's not perfect, but on 
morally leaning towards the right side of things. Yes. Yeah. He, he, he's a good guy. He's slutty, but he's a good guy. He's a very slutty good guy. He's basically John Barrowman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then it was like, oh, but he's bad. That's interesting. Yes. And it was interesting. Like when I actually went and watched and I was like, oh, no, he's a bad guy. I was like, oh, my goodness, this is delicious. No, big fan. Because, like, in five, they, like, there's the dude that tries to, like, attack Oliver that Lance has to shoot and stuff. And, like, that's sent from Malcolm Merlin, which I forgot of, like, early on that, like, Merlin is like, okay, let's just just kill him. I don't care that it's Moira's son. Like, if, if he's the hood, then let's just, like, take him out. Which I totally forgot about that. Which... Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's pretty damning. Well, and I didn't realize that he was going to be Tommy's father either. So when you got no, the that was the shock too of realizing yeah, where he is like, and all oh, this. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh my! <laughs> this is a lot messier than we thought, <laughs> <laughs> and it's good. Mm-hmm. Also, I, we... I forgot to mention. Speaking of all the like Moira be shady stuff. I forgot to mention in last week's episode that I was cackling at the fact that the warehouse that the Queen's Gambit is in, the password is just Robert. That's the worst password ever. I'm like, come Come on. on. (laughs) Please. Felicity had better passwords than that. But I'm like, that's that's really bad. Because like, they have Walter Guest, like, Oliver first, and then Thea... And then, like, Tempest, which is the, like, the company, and then those are wrong. So then he does Robert, and that's right. She's not even in, like, numbers or an exclamation mark or nothing? No. No, like, (laughs) wedding anniversary or, like, date of birth of your kids or something. Nope. Just Robert. Fine. (laughs) That would not meet security standards. No. I can't think of a single website that would accept that as an acceptable no that's that doesn't get your apple id or (laughs) my work now does 12 characters it's 12 characters and you can't have any words and you have to have numbers and special character and stuff it's it's the worst (laughs) everyone hates it i would hate it too i feel you because we used to have like eight is decent enough like eight you can do enough things or whatever and when they used to let you still do words you know, you kind of get your root one and then you put numbers at the end of it. So since you have to rotate it every three months, you just do new numbers. Right. But now it's like, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But I think that's that's pretty much five and six. And yeah. this is our last um, pre-midnights oh, yes. um, episode. So everybody while... out there, stream midnight starting tonight, midnight Eastern. There we go. In that way, we got, oh, next week, actually, that is the good ones. It's the Helena arc of, like, both of those episodes back to back. So that, that'll be be good. And that way, and I'm sure we will also include some Taylor Swift discussion in there as well. I think we're going to have to, because there's going to be two music videos. Yes, for anti-hero and vigilante shit. And so I'm just like, (gasps) bring it, bring it. We're here for it. <laughs> so it's on theme. It, it's definitely on theme. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, Maddie, you take care of yourself. You too. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.